Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. Hey. All right. Welcome to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah. Having a good day. Let's start the pod. Baby, I'm back. Ba, 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 ba. Only a fool could see. Is that the how's it go? I don't know. Anyways, been super, super busy. Not able to get any podcasts out so far this week. Kind of frustrating. And then I leave town tomorrow late tomorrow and i'm gone for 10 days no access really to the internet no real access to the internet i got some social media access but that's not real access uh speaking of social media i'm at jeff keith and g-e-o-f-f-k-e-i-t-h on uh instagram and the twitter if you want to follow and please take five seconds and rate this podcast five stars it's really easy write a review that also helps subscribe thank you so much um my wife had a great idea i was all bummed i'm like look i've been trying to like get as many of these out as i can but it's so hard because i'm you know constantly watching one of the kids uh or both the kids and everything when i'm in town and when i'm out of town i don't have access to all this stuff my dog is trying to get on my lap right now i'm trying to record this so she said why don't you just bring your recording equipment with you and just record a bunch and then when you're back in town you could you know or when you get internet access you can release them hmm bing light bulb that's why i married you christy you're smarter than me i do pack pretty tight though i pack pack pretty light and i pack pretty tight i bring a carry-on even though i'm leaving for 10 days um i know i'm not wearing the same underwear without washing or anything guys don't worry about that i do have access to laundry um it's just I'm um, a light packer, but I have to bring this big mic, and uh, I'll figure it out. I think I'm going to figure it out. I think this is a good idea, and uh, I'm going to go for it. Shuggy, you stay on your chair, buddy. You stay on your chair. Do not ruin this for me, okay? Uh, my book, which I'm all excited about, my children's book that I wrote and I'm having illustrated, is taking forever. This was supposed to be done, finished, finito, whatever, beginning of June, and that it is what now? We're heading towards the end of August, and it's still not done. These guys that I have working on it, I'm I'm happy with how it's turning out, but it's, these dudes are just like not paying attention to things that I tell them to do. I'm like, oh, like you didn't. This is wrong grammar. Like you didn't put punctuation right. You're like, what are you doing? This is on the wrong page. Like, blah blah all this stuff. And they're always like really nice. Like, oh, cool. Like, let us handle that for you. No problem. And it's like, dude, why would you just do this shit right the first time? You know what I mean? What's going on here? Um, so hopefully, hopefully, by September, I'll have that book available, and uh, the website will be up, thedifferentbook.com. So I'm really, really excited about that. I'm really hoping that that does well. I'm going to do everything I can to promote it and get the word out. Uh, let's see. Oh, before I get into anything else, I... Uh, just now watched my old buddy Ryan Miller on America's Got Talent. He's been on there. He's, he's now, this is the live show, I guess, tonight that he did. 
And I got two buddies on the show this season. I feel like every season now it's like there's always a comic in it or something. But my friend Jackie Fabulous is also on the show. I don't think she does her live shows until next week. But Ryan's was tonight. If you guys are watching America's Got Talent, vote for Jackie, vote for Ryan. Both friends of mine for over 15 years. Ryan um, was born, like his arms are deformed or whatever. I guess you could I don't know how to say it. And... Uh, I'm gonna be honest, guys. I when I first saw his, you know, his first, I knew he was gonna be on there because he was like posting about it and everything. It was obvious that he's gonna be on there, and I knew that he'd do well. And Ryan's a really funny comic. He's always been a really funny comic. He's a great dude, and uh, you know, for that show, they always want some sort of story behind it. So like, he's perfect for that show because he's born with you know his arms like this, but he's a hilarious comic, and I'm so happy for him. When I first saw. You know, I didn't get to watch it live or anything. When I saw his set, the first one, and how well he did, and how like he was just like shining and getting like all this attention, which is so, you know, long overdue for a lot of comics. But I mean, for him, it's just like you know, and he's not like any pity case as far as like stand up. This dude is a hilarious comic for no matter what he looks like. But you know, you just know that this guy was not given opportunities. He used to live in LA. That's obviously where I met him and everything. And then he moved back to Indiana. And you just know, like, you just know this guy. I mean, a lot of people get overlooked and a lot of people don't get opportunities. But I mean, that, you know, this is just a, such a great opportunity for him. I don't know if I'm articulating it right, but the first time, the first time I watched his set on the, uh, when he first did it, I legit, I was in my car, watching on my phone. I started crying. I was, I'm so happy for him. I'm really happy for Jackie too. I feel bad because, you know, I've been friends with Jackie forever and I'm rooting for her too. But it's like, I am so, so happy for Ryan. And uh, I hope that, like, this just, you know, sets him up. I hope he gets as many fans as possible. I hope that he just keeps killing it on the show. Same with Jackie too. But, um, you know, J Jackie's so funny. I saw Jackie last week and uh, she was like, oh, yeah. Like, she's like, I already won. You know, like, I'm on the show and everything type of. And she's right. You know what I mean? She's getting all this exposure and it's awesome for her. Uh, and I know Jackie's manager and she's a really cool lady. So. Anyways, I am so happy for both of them. Um, you know, go vote if you if you like that show, America's Got Talent. Go vote. Um, yeah. All right. So let's see. I sold. I finally sold my car. I had my car for sale for a long time. It's so hard to sell because I'm always out of town. And I finally sold it. And I was always told like get a cashier's check and all that. But I, I in my head, I was like, I'm gonna meet at the bank you know what i mean we're gonna meet at the bank get the cashier's check we go in the bank's like yeah this is cool and then shuggy dude do your thing do your thing i'll do my thing so just gonna meet at the bank and uh, all that this this went down at night right everything not really the way i wanted and so it went down at night and on a friday night so i went to the bank saturday morning which was open deposit the checks and everything and then i had to wait till today to see if it cleared and i'm sure it was it was going to clear everything because the uh the bank said it was cool and all that but a little nerve-wracking you know what i mean they got my car and i don't have the car and this check took three days to clear so uh yeah cashier's check and it's funny so funny too because i said uh i told my wife I go, hey that guy's coming back he said uh his dad wants to look at the car and uh, he has a cashier's check ready to go. And I was like, I don't, I'm, I'm not an expert on 
forged cash. I don't know what to look for. You know what I mean? So my whole point was, I'm not going to become an expert in the next few minutes. My wife's so funny. She's on her phone, doesn't say anything. And then she goes, looks up and goes, okay, look for this, this, and this. I'm like, what are you looking at? She goes, I looked up how to spot a forged cashier's check. I go, you think it's that easy? Like, I don't know who these people are. First off, these people are nice people, it turned out, and everything's fine. But I don't know if it's like some crime syndicate, or not syndicate, but you know what I mean? I don't know if it's like a group of people who go around seeing people who are listing their used cars, and then they have a whole way to make super good-looking forged cashier's check. I don't know what's going on. They're just so cute. My wife was just like, I got it. I Googled it. It's taken care of. <laughs> this is what you look for. So... Sold that car, and I loved that car, man. That was a that was a big deal for me when I when I bought that car. So it's kind of sad that it's gone, but that guy really liked it and everything. And as long as everybody's having a good time and uh, you know everyone's happy, that's all that matters. Uh, let's see. I wrote down notes for things I wanted to talk about in this next episode, and it looks like Ashton Kutcher's face is one of the notes I wrote down. Oh yeah. I guess this guy was caught, uh, the Hollywood Ripper, they called him. Some guy was killing people in Hollywood. And I guess years ago, uh, he killed some woman and that she was dating Ashton Kutcher at the time. So when I saw the story, I saw a picture of Ashton Kutcher and I remembered that guy has a gorgeous face, okay? Um, I worked with him a long time ago. He hired me to do these secret videos. Uh, it was just me, like I was the only person he hired. And it was at this, uh, the whole idea behind it was we're supposed to make these secret, we're supposed to make these videos that were supposed to go viral. That was the whole point. It was a product placement thing for Dell computers. And uh, they were all supposed to look like they're real videos. And then um, they were just going to put them out on the internet. And then Ashton and his team or whatever were going to, I don't even know what the plan was, but they were going to push them to go viral. And this is like right when Twitter, was Twitter even around? I don't know. I don't know if he was even, no, he wasn't on Twitter yet. This is still MySpace days. Cause I, so what happened was um, I auditioned for something and then him and his partner, Jason, were like, <coughs> this is years, this is 13 years ago, by the way. They were like, uh, I was in, and then I was in Miami like working and I got a call from uh, the casting director or something. She's like, hey, uh, they want you to, they want you for this other thing, right? And they can't really talk about what it is, but make a video of you uh to to your you know imaginary whatever fake your girlfriend that's a character and she's serving in iraq and you are uh you're making videos to her make one where you're just and i was improvising all of it they're like make one where you're you know just waking up make one where you're like romantic or whatever and you know all that's lovey-dovey make one where you're drunk make one where you're high like they just kept I would like send a couple and then they would be like, okay, now make one like this. Now make one like that. And I was making these, by the way, years ago. I'm in Miami. I was with my ex-girlfriend at the time. She still lived there. And this is way before they every phone had HD cameras and all that stuff. So we used, she had a um, one of those digital cameras where if you held down the button, I think, it would record for 30 seconds. So she just had to keep holding down the button and we'd get 30 seconds at a time. I don't even know how we were emailing them. I don't know. I'm guessing we plugged her camera into the computer or something, like my old laptop, I guess, or something, and then emailed them. 
that way. But just so funny how far technology's come because now it's like, oh, what do you want? Okay, cool. I'll just like set my iPhone up. It's, it'll be HD. I have apps where I can edit it and I can do iMovie on my phone and add titles and whatever, all that. So this is just so, you know, janky the way we like had to go about it. But so I did that and then they hired me and then the whole thing was at this house in Hollywood and there was four different um, scenarios that they wanted to shoot that were kind of like they had planned out and like crazy stuff was happening in these things like I'm making this video and then you know somebody falls off the roof or whatever it was all these things that were just supposed to meant to go viral right and um I think that one of the funniest ones is I'm I'm making this video and uh I'm surprising her at her parents house or something and then I and they're like having sex in the kitchen so anyways this is this is my, the reason I remember this is before Twitter's because Ashton Kutcher was one of the first guys. Oh my God, my phone almost threw that off the table. He was one of the first guys to get like a famous celebrity um, to like really start using Twitter and like people were like, oh, Ashton Kutcher's on there, A plus K and all that, right? So uh, he, so I know I know Twitter wasn't around because the whole point was to make these videos go viral and he didn't put them on Twitter because it wasn't around yet. He came out like right after that, I think, or got popular right after that. And uh, so he put one of the videos, I made the four, and then Ashton was like, he directed them, and he was like, hey man, I gotta go. He's like, do, um, just make however many videos you want now. He's like, you got the whole crew, you got the house, you're at the rest of the day, just like, you're a funny guy, just like make make him come up with whatever you want. And one of the ones I made uh, for him, he put on his MySpace. It's such a Jeff Key thing to happen to me. doesn't, like, obviously it was for the secret thing, so he couldn't be like, this is comedian Jeff Keith who I think is really funny which would have totally helped me out right like that would have been awesome instead it was he just put like things I like <laughs> he just posts this video of me and it's just me and I think at the time he's like hanging out with uh Puff Daddy Diddy I don't know what he called himself then Sean Combs and uh I did some video um to a Puff Daddy song or something I can't even remember exactly what I did but uh I just remember thinking at the time, and still to this day, if he would have just said to his millions of followers, this is Jeff Keith, isn't he great? I love him. <laughs> so, anyway, oh, my point, the whole point was, I never, I remember thinking, um, when I'd see him on TV and stuff, I was like, yeah, he's a good guy, but like, what's the big deal? Like, everyone actually is so good looking. When I met that guy in person, holy shitballs, man. That guy's face, gorgeous. Such good bone structure, unbelievable. Like I was like a decent looking guy at the time, but it was like blew me out of the water, <laughs> like clearly way better looking. I've said this before, you meet people that are like movie stars, their faces are fucking unreal. Like their skin, their facial symmetry, the bone structure and all that stuff. So I was a fan that day. I became a big fan of that dude's face. Uh, all right, oh, okay, next thing. <laughs> I wanted to talk about okay so i don't like talking too much about serious news on this uh podcast because everybody is non-stop talking about serious news so that's not fun but uh you sometimes hear about fracking right if you guys know what fracking is it's a way to get oil out from under like deep into the you know underneath rocks or something i don't know i don't even know how to explain it but uh basically it's new technology came out not too long ago and now we're able to drill and get oil from places where we couldn't get it before right and uh you know you hear people and like the left and the right and they're arguing oh this is good this is bad whatever here's my story about fracking uh when i was touring and doing a bunch of colleges i ended up in williston north dakota right 
Williston, if you look it up, is like one of the major oil place because of fracking. So there's places basically that are booming now. They have like these fracking industries that never would before because they knew there was oil down there where you couldn't get to it. Now there's fracking, you can get to it, right? It was so weird, that town, because it's, middle, I'm not trying to shit on the town at all or the people there, it was nice or whatever um, that I remember, but there was like nothing, a lot of stuff wasn't open. I remember I, I was at the front desk of my hotel and I, I flew into Williston so I didn't get a rental car. Usually I would have a rental car, but I flew into Williston so I just, you know, was able to go straight to the hotels right there, small town. And I go to the front desk and I said, hey, is there anywhere to eat that's in walking distance? And this lady at the front desk goes, um, there's a, a restaurant right outside, like in the parking lot or the gas station. And I remember thinking, when the gas station is one of your top choices of places to get lunch, not good, right? So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to that restaurant, obviously. I go out to the restaurant, it's locked, it's closed, there's no one in there. But it's the middle of the day and like a weekday. So I walk back and I go, hey, is that is that restaurant uh, out of business? Like, what's going on? There's no one there and it's just locked up. And she goes, oh, well, now that like the oil jobs are in town, sometimes if anyone gets called to work on the rigs, it pays so much better that they'll just close down their business. I was like, whoa, interesting. So you just like have a business and then someone's like, hey, Jimmy, Mary, you guys want to work the rigs today? And you're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to make way more money doing this oil stuff. So you just close down your restaurant, right? So that was interesting. And then, so it's kind of like, it was weird, like turns into kind of like a ghost town when people can have these jobs. The other thing that was weird is there were a bunch of people at the time, I don't know how it is now, this is years ago, there were a bunch of people living in tents like or something. It kind of became like a tent city type of place because there just wasn't a lot of lodging to go around because the because the, the the price to like rent an apartment. I remember I was asking the girl, like the advisor or something I was going around with, and I asked her how it is, and she said, yeah, it's pretty interesting. She's from there, I think. And so if I remember this correctly, she's from there. And she goes, it's really interesting because... Um, it took like a one bedroom apartment is $3,000 a month. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Guys, this is the middle of nowhere, like North Dakota. There was nothing around there. It's not some big booming metropolitan thing like, you know, New York, San Francisco, LA, like, you know, uh, apartment costs, housing costs is crazy. Right. And it's ridiculous, but this, this, there's at least there's a, you're somewhere, you know what I mean? Where there's a bunch of things going on. You're around nothing here. And she's like, yeah, it's like unaffordable. People can't afford it. So it's just, it's really interesting. And she also goes, I remember later we were at the bar, like just like a restaurant bar after the show. She goes, yeah, you could tell, oh, excuse me. I've tried to get something out this week before I leave. She goes, you can tell who are the oil guys that are not from here and who are like local people. And I'm like, really? Cause I'm just looking around at people. I don't fit in with all of them. I'm from Southern California. I mean, I'm like, none of these people are me. Is my dog just going to be loud the entire podcast? Um, so she's like, yeah, she's at the bar. She's like, those guys are oil guys for sure. Those people aren't whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I'm like, okay. And I go, well, is this good? Like, I was still kind of confused. I'm like, is it like the town happy about this? Like, this is a good thing that, you know, the oil jobs are here and stuff. And she said, oh, now you can hear my dog trying to kill me. She goes, oh, well, it's, you know, it's good for like the economy and stuff, but it's also like rapes and stabbings have gone way up. 
And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, like, this brings in, like, a different type of, you know, culture. And she's like, there's just been a lot more fights, stabbings, rapes. Like, can you imagine that? Like, that is such a weird thing. Like, you never really hear politicians talk about that. Like, yeah, we're getting all this oil, but now you can't even live in your hometown anymore because it costs too much. And also, there's a shitload of rapes. Like, what? (laughs) So... Anyways, I'm not trying to say like for or against fracking or anything. I don't know enough about it. And unlike, I guess, everybody on the planet now, I'm willing to say I don't know enough about something instead of just being like, here's what we should do. I got all the answers. But uh, I thought that was very interesting that I was actually in that place, which uh, sometimes is uh, talked about because it's such a like hub for fracking. Um, man, I kind of want to just end this and then so I could just do another pod uh you know what i mean so get another thing up for you guys but uh yeah you know what i'm gonna regroup here get my dog in a position where he's not gonna totally mess up everything and make sure you guys rate five stars subscribe please write a review with the five star thing really helps out social media is at jeff keith g-e-o-f-f-k-e-i-t-h all right i'll be back shortly Thank you for listening to my daddy.